Hello, this is Aubin Palmer and welcome to Everyday Thriving, the female entrepreneur podcast. Hello, it is Aubin here with you again this week and I am excited about what we're going to talk about today. But first, how are you enjoying the fall? It is such a fun time of year, and especially where I live in Utah this year, it's been so beautiful, and the fall colors and just the cooler air outside is just so relaxing and just helps me to pause and enjoy my life and just breathe and not be so caught up in work all the time, right? And this is perfect to think about because that's what we're going to talk about today is that you don't have to work all the time. You really don't. And especially as a woman in business, you have so much in life besides working. And I hear sometimes, especially men that are business leaders and coaches talking about every second you're not working, you're losing money. And I could not disagree more because the energy and who you are being changes your business, changes who you are when you show up and helps you to be so much more effective and efficient and enjoy what you're doing when you work and enjoy what you're doing when you're not working. And so today is called the 15-hour work week because that is what I have really learned to do. I love being a mom. I love taking care of myself. I love being with friends. And I feel like when I have created this balance in my work life and it's just created more success for me in my business and it creates longevity because I'm not going to burn out. I'm not stressed. Sure, I'll have stressful moments. I'm human. But this is, this is what I do and I want to help you to master this too. Because who doesn't want to work less, get more done and make more money, Right. Like that just sounds like the perfect solution and almost too good to be true. But as I have worked more and more on it, I have really seen it come true and people can feel your energy. People can feel where you're coming from when they work with you, when they buy from you. And especially in this age of online marketing, online sales, it's, It's more you than just the product or service. People could buy the same thing from so many people. So why do they buy it from you? You. The answer is you. And so what energy do you want to be in as you talk about what you sell, as you talk about who you can help? And so I am actually running a masterclass at the end of this week. This is coming out on Monday the 30th, and this masterclass is on November 2nd and 3rd, and It is to help you really learn the structure you need to be in full creativity to create beautiful content for all your marketing that you do so that you can work much more efficiently, have the beautiful flow of feminine energy in your content creation, but have the systems and structure of masculine energy to get it done, to know when you're going to do it and to have that balance in your life. It creates creative efficiency, which is the name of the class. And I have been using this for a long time and it is how I do it all. People ask me all the time, how do you do it all? And how are you so consistent? I, I have not missed a week of recording this podcast. I do it every week. And people say, how? I have so many peers and friends that do podcasts too. And they, they just wonder, how do you do it every week? 
And they just shrug and say, well, I just do. And so I, I want to share with you kind of the secret how I do that because I post consistently on social media. I make this podcast. I do weekly newsletter. I do a lot of marketing and I don't work all day, every day at all. And I even fit in my actual coaching in those 15 hours. I'm not just talking 15 hours of marketing work. Like this is, this is it. This is my work. And sure, there's a little here or there that comes up. I'll go to networking events or things like that. That doesn't really fall in the 15 hours, but that's kind of extra. So what I want you to see is that when we think we don't have enough time to do the work we want to do, it's all our perspective and how we're thinking about it and what we're creating with that. So at this masterclass, like I said, it's two days. And so on day one, I'm going to show you the structure that you can put in your life and help people create that for themselves with whatever, whatever life they have, whatever schedule you have. Even if you have another job, you have so much going on with your kids. I want to help you see how to create this structure for you with your business. And then on day two, how to really step into full creativity and flow when you're creating content to make it efficient and exactly what you need to serve your people in your audience. And when I was thinking about creating the content for these classes, and this is what I'm going to share with you today, I just give you a really good taste of what it's going to be like. Because in the class, I will teach this to you, but help you really apply it personally and help you get it to where you need because there's only eight spots. And as of today, when I'm recording this Thursday before the Monday, this will come out on the 30th. Um, there's only two filled, so there's still spots left. And so I hope by Monday when this comes out, there's still spots left that if you're wanting this, you can come. And I was looking at how I could structure this. And I love acronyms. I think they just help our minds so much and give a good flow and helping us remember things. And so I was thinking, what acronym could I use for this class to help people really see what I'm teaching here? And I was at the gym on the massage chair and there's always TVs playing there. And I try to like zone them out because I'm trying to like meditate and reflect. <laughs> and sometimes I'm thinking of creativity, business ideas, because I'm going to teach that in the class. How, <laughs> why would I be thinking about a business thing like this while I'm on the massage chair at the gym? But I looked up and they were talking about the GOAT for basketball. And if you don't know what GOAT is, it's an acronym for greatest of all time. And they were debating Michael Jordan and um, LeBron James. And I'm not like a sports person, but I actually knew who they are, right? Because they get talked about so much. But I love the acronym GOAT. And I think it's more of a sports acronym. And I'm not a super sports person, but I just think it's a fun acronym. Greatest of all time. And then it makes a word. And I thought about it and I said, these women that I talk to and help, they are the greatest of all time <laughs> and they are the greatest of all time in being who they want to be, living their life, running a business, doing amazing things. And I actually have um, one of those TVs that you can have as a picture in your house. If you've seen those, they, you can put a frame around the TV so it looks like a picture in my master bedroom. And when I was scrolling through the options for pictures, there was a goat. And this has been probably like a year now that I've had this goat in my master bedroom because it just reminds me that I am the greatest of all time in my life. And it just kind of is a little 
affirmation for me is a picture of a goat and it has all these like flowers and um, a pretty scene of nature around it. But then there's just this little goat and it's just me and my husband's funny little joke we have that we have the goat in our room and it just reminds us how amazing we are. So I love this acronym already. Um, and so I wanted to use it for this class. And so I'm going to share with you the GOAT acronym for day one and day two of GOAT one, the structure, and GOAT two, the creativity. So that's my funny backstory behind GOAT, (laughs) but let's dive into it. So GOAT for day one with your structure in your life. First, G, gather all you want to do. So I've had to do this at different times of my life, at different seasons. I'll have time when I was pregnant a couple years ago and I was running my business. Um, There's also been the summer when I don't have kids at school during the day. There's been when um, babies reframed her nap schedule and I had to get different things that I could work when she was napping and just all that kind of stuff. And so I know how to do this because I've done it. I've had to redo it and different seasons come up and you're going to work with your own schedule. But I want you to first gather all that you want to do. And I really emphasize want because because you own your time. And this is such an important concept with everything we're doing here is that your time is yours. And how often do we approach life thinking that I have to do these things? I have no time for myself. I don't get to do anything that I want to do. But when you step back and zoom out and realize everything you're doing is because of a choice you've made, that you are wanting this, even if you don't feel like you do. And so owning that you want what you're doing, everything you do with your time, it changes your perspective and gives you the power back. And when I work with clients on this, often I'll say, let's wipe your schedule completely. You have nothing. There's nothing you have to do today. You could lie in bed all day. What do you want to do? And it's really hard for people sometimes at first, but as we work through it, people are able to see like, okay, I do want to go to the gym. I do like spending time with my kids doing this certain thing. I do want to work on my business. I enjoy it. And so I like to separate it from my mind that likes compartmentalize things. I write down what I want to do for work weekly and things I want to do for my own life. And I do like to separate family and personal there as well. And so I just, with this open mind of there's nothing you have to do, what do you want to do? And so I'll share my list to help you kind of give an idea. I like to coach my clients. I like to record a podcast episode. I write my newsletter plus extra sales emails sometimes. I write five posts for each week. I make extra workshops and master classes. I like to read and listen to other podcasts to grow and understand things more. And then I do some extra stuff for myself. And I consider this part of my work too, of getting coaching myself, building my own brand, updating my systems and doing journaling to really be at my best for all that I do in work. There's everything I wanna do for work. And seeing it in such a concise list takes so much of the overwhelm off. And these are just the things I like to do for marketing, like my craft itself of coaching clients and then the actual marketing I do and seeing that there's 
both components in your business is so helpful. So whether you have a product or a service, you can list that of making the product, whatever processes you have for that, and then the marketing you're going to do that you want. And you might just have um, Instagram. You might just have, if you use a different platform, say you use just YouTube or TikTok, okay, if those are your platforms for marketing, then you have everything broken down that you do for your business. And when I do this with people, they're usually amazed that it's so much more simple than they thought. And then moving into things that you like to do for yourself, for your own personal life. I've said, I like to have some chill time with my husband. I like to go on a date with my husband. I like to take my little one-year-old out on a little mommy-daughter date, playtime, out of the house. She hates being at home, so we have to have time out of the house while her sisters are at school. I like to have fun time with my daughters that are older. I like to have time to make yummy dinners. If you know me, I've had drama about cooking. I've been all over the place, but saying I want to make dinner and have time to make fun recipes has helped me so much. I love going to the gym. I love working out, weightlifting, and I love going on walks and being outside and getting some nature time. And I love being with friends and getting outings and knowing that I have time that I can go be with friends. I'm a pretty social person, so that's an important thing to me. So notice that these things are very um, desirable. Like these are what I want. These aren't things I have to do. These are things that I want in my life. And saying that I want these is how you're going to make time for them, how you're going to make it possible in your life. And then you make a list of things that you want to do because you feel that they're your responsibility. So I still put the want there because I see the responsibility, the adulting needed here, but I'm separating them from things I just really want to do in my life, but still note that I want to write down. So I have things like grocery shop, laundry, cleaning the house, dishes, helping my kids with homework, all these things that are important and part of being an adult, right? But I know that that I want to do, again, owning it. And this list is really important to look at and decide, do I want to do these things? So I've had house cleaners for years. And so on my list now, I just have tidy house every day because the deep cleaning, I know the cleaners come every other week. And recently when I made this list again and was checking things for grocery shop, I was like, it is time for Instacart. I have thought of doing that and just having to go pick up groceries. I'll order and do the pickup. But even that is just taking too much of my time, energy. I'm ready to move on to Instacart. And so just looking at this list and see, is there anything that I want to shift in how I do it, get it done easier? And then I like to look at this list and say, okay, laundry. I have three girls and two adults that I do laundry for. So I'm going to do the kids on Tuesday and the adults on Thursday. And because those are days I don't do coaching calls. And so it's easier to be focused on getting laundry done, getting housework done. And so I just have those days planned, easy. And then tidy the house. I have talked with clients that they say, I don't have time to do my business because I have to clean my house all day with my kids. And letting go of always having a clean house so that you can run your business is transformational. And so I know that I tidy my house in the afternoon. And I'll even ask my kids to help me when they get home from school, like, hey, there's some of your stuff over there. Can you help me pick up? And so knowing that there's just like one time a day, sometimes two, 
And I'll even set a timer for 10 minutes and just say, what can I do in 10 minutes? And then at the 10 minute mark, if there's more that needs to be tidied, I can decide. But I know that at least I've tidied for 10 minutes and it just helps so much. But can you imagine if you only had to tidy your house 10 minutes a day? It doesn't take that long and gives you so much more time to do the other things you're wanting if you're not just trapped in the tidying your house all the time. And then just having a routine of like, we do dishes after dinner forever. We would just leave them and then we'd have to do them when we were wanting to go to bed. And so just little routines like this helps get all the things in your schedule that you need to get done. And then now we're ready to plug in everything that you want as well. So then we're on O of the goat. And I want you to look at all the things you've written down and order them, O, order them in important and urgent. And I get this from Stephen Covey's book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And I kind of modify it, but the idea of important and urgent, and you get to look at the things for work and your personal life that are really important versus urgent. So a lot of the work things are more on the urgent side because I need them done every week. And a lot of the things that I want to do for me personally are more on the important side, right? So having chill time with my husband, I mean, I love that I have that on my list, but knowing like, I don't want to overschedule myself so that when he's home from work, I'm home from work, even though I work from home, that we have time just to hang out and talk. Like this is like so important to me. Is it important? Yes. Is it urgent? No. But if I don't have it, that I won't realize that. And so how Stephen Covey teaches to do this is you make a four by four box or two by two. So there's four squares and you have important, non-important, urgent, non-urgent, and you can see, put everything in those different boxes. And I just kind of like to label each thing as it you or I or both. And so if it doesn't have both, then I see that. But a lot of things for business, like especially when I'm like doing a special masterclass or like this, it'll be kind of urgent and important because I see a lot of this stuff is coming up. There's a deadline. I have to get this done. But just labeling everything that you're wanting to do this way helps you prioritize the things that are easy to let go of in your life. And I see people do this a lot, especially with scheduling time for themselves. Like I schedule time to write in my journal and to go to the gym and to meditate. Like these kind of things are easy to just say, I'll do them when I have time. And what I see people even do for their business is say, I'll make podcast episodes when I have time and, or I'll make stuff for Instagram if I have time. And these kind of things, if you don't see, okay, these are urgent, these are important. These are the things that need to get done. And realizing that it makes it so hard to have time for it because then things like making sure you get the dishes done will take over your time. But for me, dishes aren't urgent or important. Like if dishes, like I like to have a routine to get them done, like I mentioned, but if they don't get done, I'd much rather have recorded a podcast episode for you. And if they don't get done, I'd rather have spent some time with my husband and maybe we could even have spent time doing dishes together. But if you can see that if something falls in the non-urgent, non-important box, it's one of those things that you can let go of if you don't do, but you still try. And so it just gives you such good perspective on what you're doing with your time. 
And this leads us to A in GOAT for allocate in your schedule. So I love to have people look at their week and write down times. And it's kind of like time blocking, but different because I feel like each day is different for me. And so knowing each day's kind of schedule helps me know when I'm going to do the certain things on my list. So I have my list of all the things I want and I'll look at Mondays and say, okay, I like to wake up at five on Mondays and on Mondays I'm going to go to the gym first thing. But then you'll look on my schedule on Tuesdays and I actually wake up at five and like to get some work done because I'm going to go to the gym later in the day with Lizzie who likes to go to the little daycare there. And so there's different ways you can work it each day. But you block off time for the different things in your life. And I like to block off time for work specifically. Like this is a benefit I've seen some people don't have, but I like to block off when the nanny's here because I have someone come twice a week so that I can be fully available for my clients when I'm coaching. And so I know what hours I'm coaching while she's here. I know, okay, I'm going to do my power hour for Instagram here. And so I have... It all blocked out by time when I'm going to do certain things. I also know that I record my podcast episodes on Thursday mornings. It's Thursday morning right now because I've thought about it during the week and I have, I know it's Thursday morning. That's just when I do it. And it just makes it so easy because if my brain starts to wonder like, oh my gosh, we're behind. We haven't recorded our podcast episode yet. I'm like, no, I'm not. I do it on Thursday morning. It's that simple. And knowing that I've thought about it beforehand. I know what I'm going to talk about. Thursday morning rolls around, my alarm goes off, and I roll out of bed, and I come down here to my office and record this podcast episode for you. And so this is just some examples of how you can block off your time and put it into your schedule. And I just like to write out the hours. Like, I wake up at 5, I want to go to bed by 10, so I just write each hour, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and write out the whole day, and then I can just block off stuff certain hours for work, certain hours for family time. And then I could fill in all the wants I had at different days at different times as I block out each day with the schedule. And I hope this is making sense as I'm talking about this because it is so life-changing to know when you're going to do everything and have it pretty blocked out generally each week. So things like podcasting is every Thursday. And then when other stuff comes up, I have blocked off time for like, okay, I know I'm going to hang out with friends in the evening on these days because I have open time there. And so it just, when stuff comes up with friends and they say, hey, are you free on this day? And I'm like, yeah, Tuesday or Thursday works best for me around this time. And it just helps you know when you can do the things you want. And if you sign up for this masterclass, I am going to send you a PDF so that you can see this because I think visualization of this helps you do it so much easier. So it'll help it be more clear for you so that you can really apply this to your planning for the week and see when you want to do things, how you're going to block your time for each day and get everything you want to do. Because this leads to the last letter of T and it is total commitment. Some people hate having schedules like this and feel trapped by being committed. And usually when I talk to someone like this, they say, I just like to go with the flow. I hate feeling trapped by my schedule. And what I'm going to teach you that in day two is by having this structure, it actually gives you more opportunity for flow and more opportunity to be creative. And so being committed 
is how I have had success with doing this schedule. And that is how I am consistent in all my marketing, in my life, getting the things that I want, how I do all that I do. And so when I'm having a hard personal life or things are struggling, I'm still committed to wake up and record this podcast episode. And, you know, life happens sometimes, maybe I'll be sick, but that commitment is still there. So if I'm sick and I needed more sleep, I'll figure out, okay, I'll look at my schedule and see, okay, there's a little bit extra time on this day or what's going on here. So I'll do it then. And by having that commitment, because recording podcast episode is important and urgent to me, it has to happen every week. It's important because it helps me connect with my audience and serve you. And so I do it. I'm committed to it. And seeing that urgent and important helps the level of commitment you are to the things you see. Okay, this is an important thing and urgent. This is an important thing. And things that are just important, I always am committed to. Things that are important, urgent, I'm always committed to. Things that are neither, not as committed to. But I do my best with those. But it just helps me kind of rank like, I will figure out how to do these things when they are urgent and important. And and the commitment is makes all the difference. Because usually when things come down to the moment, our body doesn't want to do it. Our brain doesn't want to do it. Our our brains are all about what's easy, what's takes the less amount of energy, what's relieves pain or doesn't cause pain, and what brings pleasure or is fun. And when I wake up on Thursday mornings, I'm like, hey, it's time to record a podcast. I always have the impulse, or you could just sleep some more. And I get to choose. Am I committed to this commitment? Committed to this commitment. That's what I just said, right? And when you commit it to yourself and the things you're doing, especially as an entrepreneur, it changes everything for you. So that is the goat for day one of this masterclass of really understanding the structure you can create to have time to do everything you want to do to only have to work 15 hours. And I got 15 because after I made my schedule, I go through and add it up and I'm working about 15 hours every week. And then there's lots of time for the other things I want to do as well. And having this structure of knowing, okay, this is when I make the posts for my Instagram. I do it weekly. I prefer weekly over um, monthly batching because weekly feels more present and with what's going on that week. And so I just know when I'm going to do that every week. I know when I'm going to record my podcast episodes. I know when I'm just going to go have fun with Lizzie. I know that I block off time in the evenings to just be chill with my husband. So all of this is how I really have the greatest of all time structure, (laughs) the goat to really create the life that I want because I know everything I want. I know that I'm fulfilled in all that I want because I know how and when I'm going to do it. And that takes off the stress and the overwhelm of doing it all. And I have a full fulfilled life doing this. But then this opens up into how do you have flow and creativity to really be an inspiration and change people's lives with your content. So this is where we get to GOAT that we're going to cover in day two. And G is first to get ideas when living. And this just means, kind of goes back to how I got the GOAT acronym, is that when I'm walking around at the gym or I'm taking, getting in the massage chair, I'll see oh, GOAT, that's a fun acronym. That would be perfect for my class that I'm teaching. 
and I'll put it in a note on my phone. Podcast episode ideas I always get when I'm doing dishes or on a walk. And those times I like to be present. I don't want to just um, only be thinking about work 24-7. So when I get an idea, I write it down and then I move on. Because then when I have scheduled time to get more details on it, to have the actual time to record the episode, I know already know what I'm going to do. And this is such an important step because when you just sit down at your desk, you're like, okay, brain, give me ideas. Nothing ever comes up for me. And everyone I've talked to has the same problem. If you just sit down and say, have ideas, it just doesn't happen. But there's something about moving your body, being involved with other things that your brain is just so much more creative. And this opens up the creativity channel for you. And so there's specific times where like if I'm doing uh, on a date with my husband or I'm with my kids, I, I really don't want to be thinking about work at that time. But sometimes ideas do come then. So that's when I especially write it down and forget about it. But then when I'm doing dishes, I love to listen to podcasts. And so I'll get tons of ideas then and I'm expecting them to come then. So I'm almost like excited, like what ideas am I going to get right now? Because I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast and I'll get my own ideas for my own content, for Instagram, for my podcast. And then I just know that that'll be a great time. And I'm not as concerned about being present with what I'm doing, but I also know it's a great flow of creativity at that time. And so being knowing that you have things that come to your mind at certain times, and it doesn't have to just be when you sit down to do it, knowing that when you sit down, you're already going to have the ideas. You already have so much that you've let the creativity flow You're still going with the flow, but using the structure of when you're going to do it. And it just takes all the stress and guesswork out. And you're not expecting yourself to just sit down and come up with stuff out of nowhere when it's time to do it. Because I've done that and it's really, really hard and usually not as effective and not as what I really want to say. It's just forced. But when you're opening up creativity flow and you know, just living my life, I will have amazing ideas. I will write them down. And then when I need to make content, For my business, for marketing, I will know what to talk about. And then when you come to the time to actually do it, this is the O, be open to the flow and block distractions. So when I sit down to actually record my podcast or to um, write the captions, write a newsletter, I turn my phone off, but do not disturb. I know it's time that my kids don't need me. So it's usually when the nanny's here or earlier in the morning so that I can have complete flow and be open to whatever comes and block all the distractions. So I've already written down the idea, but now I'm going to like actually create it and I need to be able to have focus and flow. And that's where the flow really comes. And this is where I love to be very intuitive and say, okay, I've had this idea. I think this would help my people. And I open it up to God and the universe to tell me, What do they need? How can I say this that will help them? Is this what they need today? And having that intuition is beautiful because sometimes I'll look at the idea I wrote down and I'll shift it a little bit. Or I will say, actually, I'm going to do this on that day and I'll move this. And this is where I'm saying by having this structure and then blocking off time to first, you already had ideas, you know when you're going to get those and then be completely open and listen you know when you're going to do that, you have no distractions, you will have the most flow and intuition at that time. And I can say this 
so confidently because I've done it for so long and I've seen this impact in my content and people can feel it. People will message me all the time and say, I feel like you're talking to me. I feel like you're reading my mind. I feel like you know what's bothering me and my problems. And I know that I do because I'm listening to them. I'm, I'm wondering what they need when I create my content because marketing is for your people. It is to help them and to show them that you can help them. And this leads to A, which is allow what comes to be enough. So many people get so caught up in it being perfect. And like I said, I create a lot of content every week. I'm doing a podcast episode, emails, content on Instagram with posts and stories. And so if I spend too much time wondering if it's perfect enough, if it's good enough, if people are going to like it enough, I wouldn't have time. It will take way longer than 15 hours. And that's what I see the most of the time why people are taking so much time with their content is they don't trust what they felt enough. But with the G and the O, gathering what your ideas are while you're just living life, and then O being open to flow and blocking distractions, you can trust yourself. This is what my people need. I am listening. I am thinking of it all the time. I know how I'm going to get this information. I trust it. I allow it comes to be enough. It's it's good. And you take the risk to learn because has my content changed over the years? Of course. Have I gotten better at certain things? Yes. But I only got better by trusting what I had in the moment was enough and believing that what you have to say will help people and you've done your homework, you're doing your best is the best way to learn. And I feel like people want to just like figure out how to do it and then do it. And that is the least effective. You can't really learn what you're doing until you do it. And so it's going to be messy at first and it's going to be hard at first. And I love to help clients sometimes when they're like, I'm not posting consistently. We'll look at what is your consistent. And sometimes it's three times a week. Sometimes it's five. Sometimes it's seven times a week. And choosing what is consistent for you and then just committing to doing it and allowing it to be enough will take you to new levels of learning because you're going to get so much better. You're going to get data of what people like, what people respond to, but you're also going to learn to tune into yourself and find more creativity and content from within you to help people and show them what you have that can change their life. And yes, products change people's lives too. Sometimes people think, oh, you're a coach. You're just talking to coaches, but I am talking to everyone running a business. And if you don't believe your product will change their lives, we need to talk because that is what you are selling. You need to believe that so that you can help other people see that as well. And this brings me to the last part of GOAT for day two on really coming into your flow and creativity. And that is to think of your people, not you. Whenever I have someone come to me and they're struggling with creating content and marketing, they are in their own head, thinking about themselves, feeling not good enough, worried what people think about them, feeling judged, feeling failure. It's all about them. But when you get out of your head and into service and believing in the people that you serve, that you actually can help them, that your product or service is what they need, you will be willing to do anything and to have that flow of creativity in your work. It makes it so much more effective for you and helps you let go of the results now. And this is the law of detachment that I love to teach of that you don't need the business. You don't have to make money today. 
because if you feel that huge attachment to it and that you need it now, it creates this desperate, needy energy, which isn't very compelling for your people. But when you come into this energy of I'm good, I'm okay, I don't have to do this, I want to, and I want to help my people, whatever I have to say today is enough and they're going to need it and like it. And this has helped me so much. And this is going way into my marketing, social media strategy, but believing that even if one person likes your post, it is enough because that's one person that you helped. And you can learn, okay, I helped one person today and maybe this kind of post didn't reach as many people so I could structure it in a different way. But it's usually not what you're saying that's not good enough. It's just learning how to articulate it in a different way. It's learning how to create it in a different way to reach more people. But believing that even if you only helped one person, you help somebody gives you so much more creativity and flow in what you're making for your business. So that is just a good preview of what this masterclass will be about. If this has helped you at all, you have to sign up for this masterclass. You can go to my Instagram and it's the link in my bio. It's called Creative Efficiency and it will help you work less, work more effectively, have full creative flow and know what you're going to do every week to really be present and enjoy all the things in your life. Work less, get more done and make more money. Because as you're doing this and creating more content consistently, people see you. People know that you're reliable. People trust you and they want to work with you. They want to buy your product or service. Like this is just how it works with marketing. And so this is how I have created my very sustainable low hour work week because I don't want to work full time. I am a full time mom and I even call it working full time. So because 40 hours is bogus to be. You don't have to work 40 hours to be full-time. You get to create your own full-time from home. And so I say I'm a full-time mom and a full-time entrepreneur. And I love both. And I feel balanced and fulfilled in both. And this is my secret to how I do it. So head to my Instagram right now, at Aubin Palmer Coaching. Sign up for one of these spots. I hope there's still some left. And if not, uh, message me and maybe I'll do this again just so I can know who's interested, who wanted this. And if you do sign up, I will see you in the masterclass and we will go much more in depth on these goat for each day and how to really apply it to your life. And I'll help you with all the details of what you have going on, whatever's struggling for you, and we'll make this real for you. So I'm excited to see you there and I will see you all next week on this podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. And if this episode has helped you at all, all I ask is that you share it with somebody or leave a review. Doing these little things can change people's lives and it makes a big impact on how many people are able to hear what I am teaching and help us all thrive as women in business. All right, I will see you next week.